Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I am Craig Williams, and today I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. Before we get started, I need to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Remember, it costs you no extra money and you get that world-class level of support from Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So, for a free no-obligation quote today, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. We have a really big week for you on this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We're back out at Disneyland. We have special treats from Boo Bash, and we have, yes, another actual table service dining review with Pete and team. So, it is a big week. I'm not going to waste any time getting into it, but just like last week, we're going to start off this episode by heading out to Disneyland. And this one, I believe, is a Rhino exclusive. He's the only one in it. I could be wrong. Maybe Mary Jo pops up. Maybe someone else does. I, I genuinely don't know. But this is something I know he was super excited about, and that was going inside of the uh, uh, Avengers <laughs> campus. I completely just blanked on it totally, but going inside Avengers campus and trying some of the food there. No, we're not, we're not at Pim's test kitchen yet, but he is going to try all of the Terran treats that you can get right outside of guardians of the galaxy. So uh, put your sweet teeth in. I don't think that's a saying. I don't like it. Uh, but <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and take a listen to this review. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino, and I am here at Disney's California Adventure. Not Disney's California Adventure. Disney California Adventure. And I am right outside of my favorite attraction, Guardians of the Galaxy. But I'm not here to ride that. I'm here because I need I'm, I need a little something, something sweet. Check that stuff out, right? Loki. Um, I am here because there is a new uh, food option over here at a, like, a cart called Terran Treats. Uh, this is part of the opening of the Avengers Campus. And they have two offerings over here that I am gonna check out and try and let you know uh, what I think of those. I'm pretty excited. One looks a little like basic, just presented differently. And the other one looks interesting. So um, I am gonna go order those and then find somewhere a little bit quieter to talk about it. So I left the Avengers campus because it was really loud and I'm not in my usual spot next to the Hyperion where I really like to get it. So I'm over at the te the, te the terrace, I don't know, what Sonoma. is it? Sonoma Terrace, the, the place next to the restaurant. It's nice, it's shaded, I needed a break from the shade. So uh, I got both of the two Terran treats that they have to offer. So first and foremost, we have the sweet spiral ration, which is, it says like a Terran pineapple churro. So my guess is this is literally just a uh, churro rolled up with a buttload of sugar on it. And then the other option was the cosmic cream orb, which is it just described as like a crisp Terran cream puff filled with whipped raspberry cheesecake. That one I'm very interested in. But the Sweet Spiral Ration, which is the green one, was $5.75, and the Cosmic Cream Orb was $6.25, and this is the first food item I got at Disneyland that they didn't offer my legacy discount on. They were like, no discounts, get out, you idiot. They didn't say that. She left out, she just said idiot, and then walked away, so. I'm gonna start with the green first. Who ever heard of a green pineapple?
This one tastes toasty. And I, now that I said that, I can see along the ridges where it's a little extra toasted. I, I have had zero pineapple in this. Are you hit it in here? This is the one I was least excited for, but I do like how green it is. You know, who doesn't love food coloring? Okay, once they're, once I'm toward... Hold on, let me hold it up so you see it a little bit. Once I'm more towards the center, it gets a little softer, and that's where you get pineapple. Very light on the pineapple flavor, though, I feel like. I expected it to have, like, chunks or, or be like, yeah, pineapple. I was like, nah, cake. Like, the non-cinnamon churro that once, that had a pineapple once sneeze on it. Um, I wasn't necessarily excited for that one either. The one I am most excited for, though, is this little cream puff that I'm never gonna get these names right. Oh my, this is spilling. I should say the churro did, they come out really hot. The, uh, I got to keep looking at my watch to see what the names are. The spiral ration came out hot. The cosmic cream orb came out cold in my hand, and then I held them together like an idiot. See how gooey and gobby it is. I'm so excited for it. Anything that looks absolutely repulsive is right up my, right up my sweet spot here. Ooh, 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 mmm, mmm. Oh yeah. This one's the winner. No, no question. If I had had this one right when they had handed it to me, I think maybe the the gooey stuff would be a little more firm. But it is still chilled, which is nice. And when it is a hot California day, I think a, something sweet. I lean into that like I want ice cream or like a beer or something like that. So I lean into that cooler aspect more than the churro range. So I'm recommending Cosmic Cream Orb. It's 6.25. I think this is. I think it's fun too. I think this one's a lot more fun. I like it. I thought they could do it in other colors if they wanted. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a colorist, a food chef colorist. I don't know if there's a word for it, but. So that's it. It's just the two treats over there. Um, I imagine this cart might get updated with some like ooh special items here and there, something like that. So I, I, I look forward to seeing what else will will join the the regime. Very nice. I can't wait to see what else we have to come out of Avengers Campus at Disneyland, as well as what other dining reviews that the team did while they were out in Disneyland. So, so, so exciting to continue hearing those as the weeks continue on. I just don't know what all is on the way besides Pim's Tits Kitchen. I almost screwed up saying that, but it's okay. I feel like... I'm going to make it through this episode without losing my mind. But our next review is a very exciting one because this is the review of treats that you can get at Boobash. And I'm not talking about the trick-or-treat treats. I'm talking about the the actual special tree treats that are available before purchase. Wow, I am really stumbling over my words today. I think I said available. And uh, that's not a word as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, so uh, at 
Disney After Hours Boobash, of course, you get included ice cream, soft drinks, uh, waters, popcorn, and it's really nice as well as now they have trick-or-treating for the Boobash version, but then you can also buy a couple different specialty items. And then, of course, there's more Halloween specialty items at Walt Disney World that I'm sure we're going to cover as the weeks go on and we get closer to Halloween. But this one is just specifically about Boobash, and it is brought to us by Fiasco and Haley. So... Let's listen to that review. We're going to eat all sorts of sweet treats, and I'm sure there's a lot. You're going to see lots of other people chiming in with their sweet tooths and their follow-up dentist appointments and all that jazz. But, uh, yeah, we're excited. I'm very excited. We actually spent about 30 minutes trying to find the perfect place to do this intro, and we found the spooky lighting. And uh, Success. Yeah, success. So... Uh, we started off, and as you can see here, Haley has her fruit pot, yes. because throughout the entire park, you, of course, at this after-hours party, like all after-hours parties, gets complimentary stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, this includes Dasani bottled water, regular retail price, a billion dollars, so you're saving a lot of money there on that free water, and uh, you get Mickey bars. You can also get the, the premium uh, Mickey ice cream sandwiches. We got a Mickey bar here, probably gonna melt soon, so I'm gonna dig into that in a minute. And Haley got a fruit pop. That's why I'm eating it now. <laughs> there are also uh, some treats you can pay for, and we just got our first one the Maleficent Churro. Uh, that's seven bucks, and you're gonna find that right at the, uh, the refreshment cart. Right there off of Main Street by the castle, the red cart. You can get popcorn, ice cream, stuff like that at normally. Um, so this is our first treat of the night. Like I said, $7. It is a churro with Oreo crumbles and purple frosting with, a, with some... Uh, the uh, description did say that there was going to be green frosting on it as well, but it's actually green sugar, like green sugar sparklings. Oh, yeah. uh, they, you get two pieces mm -hmm. for $7. I mean... Whatever, it's Disney snacks. I'm not outraged by that price. Uh, but Haley has left half of her churro uneaten. So I'm, I'm gonna... I am continuing to slowly eat snacks. But you can have... You most... want it? No, you have most of it. Because I really like no, it. No, yeah, yeah. It's fine. No, I loved it too. I, I love the cinnamon flavor, the little crystallized sugar. It's so delicious. You sure? I love the texture. Yes. Sure? Okay. I'll, I'll have the last bite. And fun fact, before I eat this... We actually had the first churro of the night. We were the first one in line, so we have the freshest boobash churro there is of the night. We really were the first ones in line. It was pretty cool. So. Yeah, that's right. So, like, the park closes at 9, mm -hmm. um, and you'll notice that everybody's starting to set up during that transition. And the party on this opening night, it's going to vary. Um, the party's either going to start at 9 p.m. or 9.30, mm -hmm. depending on uh, what day you're going. Uh, today, it starts at 9.30, so they start to set up at 9 when everybody's leaving, but you can't actually buy anything until that 9.30 mark hits, when the, the speakers go out saying, it's the boobash party time, you know, that whole spiel happens. Um, that's when you can actually start buying stuff. So we did stake out this churro, and we waited, and we were, this is the first churro of the night. Now, mm -hmm. granted, um, we did take it and come over here um, by, you know, the Haunted Mansion area. So it took us a minute to get over here. So we might have not eaten the first churro because it took us, you know, like a few minutes to get set up. So somebody probably ate their churro before we actually got set up. But we got served the first one. Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> that was cool. Good, good, good pointing that out. That's pretty sweet. All right. So next up, we do have um, the only confirmed Boobash exclusive 
snack this year. So this is just exclusive to the people attending the Boo Bash party this year. Uh, and that is at the Sleepy Hollow Tavern. It's the Foolish Mortal Funnel Cake. That's going to run you $7.99. That's the funnel cakes from Sleepy Hollow you know and love. But this time it's going to be topped with chocolate cookie crumbles, purple vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's not chocolate ice cream. That's purple, purple vanilla ice cream, caramel drizzle, and uh, a ghoulish M&M's mix. So it's all ghoulish colors. Uh, again, available from August 10th to uh, the end of the end of Boobash. So um, first off, I grabbed this not remembering to get like a spoon, a fork, and knife and everything like that. Because I, so I heard the parade coming and I'm like, I need to get back to my seating arrangement before the parade comes by. So I booked it with my funnel cake over back to our table. The parade's coming by. I'm like, oh no, I forgot a fork and knife. Wait, but, you did? But a cast member, I was like, I was like, hey, do you know if there's any around here? She's like, I got you. And she Like hooked, you had the funnel cake in your hand with no fork and with knife? With no fork and knife to eat it with. And the <laughs> cast member was like, I got you. That's amazing. So really, really good service there. Um, big shout out to that cast member. So yeah, got sat down with the funnel cake and whoa, is it heavy. I mean, this could easily serve like, I don't know, four people. This is a, this is a sugar pizza, There's man. There's a lot going on in this. This is not my cup of tea at all, but the, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's my cup of tea for sure. But as someone who is lactose intolerant, I think if I finish this right now, my night would be completely over. But you have that warm funnel cake at the bottom, the cold ice cream dollop on top with all the chocolate and stuff going on around it. Very sweet. If you love sweets, yeah, you're gonna be on a. You're gonna be soaring on a sugar high for sure. Also, it's perfect for sharing. Yes, I I mean, if you want to eat it all on your own. Do it. More power to you. Do it. But But this could easily make four people happy. Yes, easily. (laughs) I mean, personally, some of the Halloween snacks I've tried previously, like uh, we did a quick take last year of like the, um, like the, it was like some sort of Halloween candy corn pudding or something like that. I've never really cared about them. Um, I don't remember that. But these treats that we've tried tonight, I actually really like both of them. I liked the churro the most. That's by far my favorite. Um, and the little fruit bar, too. But you can get that. Well, those are yeah, free. Yeah, I those know. Are, Even those are well, complimentary. I mean, they're yeah. free. <laughs> free. You, you paid right. for the ticket. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you can have as many of those as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do recommend the funnel cake, too. But I don't recommend that you go in and on alone. Yeah. yeah. Bring friends. Bring friends. Bring your family. I'll get a fork and dig in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hi, Denny here from the Boobash After Hours event. It is almost midnight. It's 10 of. And I am going to try two of their Halloween-themed drinks, one of which being a mocha drink. Is it a good decision? I'm not sure. <laughs> I might be partying at 2 a.m., but I'm partying here at midnight, and when you're at a party, you got to uh, to really enjoy yourself. So this is the um, the mocha chocolate chip. This is a frozen drink. Both of the drinks I'm about to have are, and it is a lovely mocha. It's a frozen mocha with topped with whipped cream. It's got chocolate chips on it. And let me check the. Dis- it's got a sugar acorn. Mm-hmm. See there it is. It's falling in. But I'm going to have a sip of it, and it's five ninety nine. Let's see if it's worth it. Let's give a sip. Okay. That's creamier than I expected it to be. It's good. It's a good thing. Um, creamy is always good, right? Uh, that is really delicious. 
it tastes more chocolate than mocha. So if you're someone who's really, really wanting uh, it to be more coffee forward, it isn't. It's definitely, it's got that, um, that chocolate, that mocha um, that it's leading with first. But man, it's creamy and it's cold and it's hotter than blue blazes tonight. So let's just we'll raise a frozen mocha to that, okay? This is a good thing all the way around. You'll find this along with the drink I'm about to try next. And don't worry, I will finish that. Um, at the Golden Oak Outpost here in Frontierland. So it's kind of next to uh, Pecos Bill and then across from Splash Mountain. So if you're coming to the Boobash, that's how you find it. Both of these drinks, the cast members took great care with. It was really neat to kind of see them build them out. Uh, they look just like they do in the picture. So promotional picture. And real life, the same. Here we go. This is the uh, ginger apple dale drink. It is frozen apple cider, which I love apple cider. So frozen apple cider, ginger ale mixed together, whipped cream, crumbles on top, and then a cute little acorn leaf again. So let's try this one. Okay, that's, that is good. The apple, apple ginger dale is more of um. ooh. There's the ginger on the back end. Okay, so it's less frozen than I wanted it to be. That's not an awful thing, but if you think that you're going in and having kind of an apple slushy, or if you've been to Food and Wine Festival and you've had the frozen apple pie, this is not that, which is okay. It's just for managing your expectation purposes. It's good to know that. So it is a, it's like really, really cold apple cider with that hit of ginger on the back end. You feel it in the back of your throat. Um, it's good. Is it as refreshing as that? I, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it could be. They're just two totally, totally different drinks. And yeah, that's really, that's good. And I think it'll quench your thirst. And there's the ginger again on the end. All right. So you get that, you get the hint, you get the idea. Two very different drinks, both really good because when you're celebrating Halloween in the middle of August, even if it's midnight, you need something cold and refreshing to drink. And to be honest, this is the first thing I've had this evening. I've not even had a piece of candy yet. So all that's happening after midnight. <laughs> Again, not a good decision. Anyhow, Golden Oak Outpost, five ninety nine. both of these drinks. So we are by the popcorn stand near Jungle Cruise and... You also got complimentary popcorn along with ice cream. And of course, another billion dollar water for free. Why don't you crack open that popcorn right, and we'll see what it looks like. Let's crack it open. I'm actually pretty excited for this right now. I wanted something salty. Yeah, it is a, a good balance for sure. Salty and sweet. How buttered is it? Not bad, so you might like it. Ooh, I'll have some after I turn the camera off. Free popcorn. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for our dining part of Boobash tonight. Um, we did just get off Pirates right there behind us. We wrote it for science Yep. to see if there were any real-life entertainers on there. Like, there, there happened to be at most Halloween parties in the distant past, but, but no live entertainers. Bummer. But it was still an amazing experience because it's Pirates. Yeah, it was still, and, and Boo Bash was still a lot of fun. We're yeah. approaching the end of the night right now. The party ends at 1230. It's uh, about midnight right now. So we're approaching the end of the festivities, but I had a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I feel like we got a lot done. Yeah, and I'm sure time. We got we we, we ate a lot. We trick or treated. Uh, we did a few rides to the People mm-hmm. Mover and Pirates, but I feel like I, we were walking by and seeing the wait times for things. Everything was like 10, 10 to twenty minutes. Not bad. Um, so I feel like if you came here with the mission of do as many rides and attractions as you want. I feel like that uh, that would turn out pretty good for you. Yeah, if that's what you want to do. Maybe, maybe some trick-or-treating in, in, in yes, between. you have to. Um, I like the snacks that we got. I like the snacks that we got besides the funnel cake. I thought that was just, like, unnecessary, the amount of, like, stuff that went on top. But I know yeah. people love it. Someone's going to love it, and it's here for you if you do love it. But it's definitely not my cup of tea. I did enjoy the um, churro, though. That was really good. I like the churro a lot. I, no, what I will say, though, is as much as I do like those snacks, um, I we did this for a review specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were coming to Boobash, like, on our own accord, not for a review, uh, I probably wouldn't even bother with any of the sweets, to be honest. The lighting is funny. Um, I would just want to do like all my favorites like haunted mansion pirates yeah over do all the things i want to do peter pan you know small world do all the rides and kind of just ignore <laughs> ignore the sweets um but but i'm glad we had them i'm though. glad we had them too <laughs> meanwhile i'm jealous because i was running around so much during boobash i had to trick-or-treat for the video that I was making and, you know, constantly see all the cavalcades and the characters and everything that I could possibly get. So I didn't have time at all to to get any of the specialty treats, even with like the, the free popcorn and Mickey bars and waters and stuff. I grabbed two free waters. I had one Mickey bar when I was very overheated and I grabbed a box of popcorn I wanted their fresh popcorn, not the boxed ones that are usually stale, but I had to grab a box and I brought it home and ate it for breakfast the next morning. So, yeah, I really didn't get to participate as much as I wanted in Boobash with food, but it's okay. I don't need it. It's empty calories. It's just it's more magical when it's at Walt Disney World, especially at night during an event like Boobash. But Anyways, if you want to find out more about Boobash, you can also go and watch our review on youtube.com slash WDW info. And then if you only listen to podcasts, I'm sure we'll talk about it on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged. But we're going to move on to our final dining review of the week. This, again, is a team dining review at Tusker House at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This was one of Pete's favorite restaurants uh, prior to the pandemic, and now it's back, of course, with family-style dining like so many other buffets were before. So we're going to have to sit back, find out what they think. Hey, everybody. Pete Warner here with this week's Disney Dining Show. Coming to you from the hottest place on the face of planet Earth, Animal Kingdom. But more specifically right now, we're in Tusker House. I have not had a chance to experience this restaurant in a while, certainly not before uh, the changes in the world. So I'm kind of excited to see how this goes. Um, but uh, I'm joined today by, as always, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro behind the camera and uh, two of the realtors that work with me at Moving to Orlando, Drake Shadwell and Danielle George. You'll meet them in just a little bit. Okay, so for the start of the meal, our amazing server, Emmy, E-M-I, um, brought us an uh, assorted house-made breads 
uh, served with hummus, coriander, and mango chutney. Now, I will tell you, the coriander chutney is like one of my new favorite things. And of course, as soon as we start recording, kids behind us have to start like banging on pots. How dare these children have fun at Disney? Um, they're interfering with my, my vlog. Um, I'm kidding. Um, and I will tell you the coriander, I think, I think I may be repeating myself, but the coriander chutney was incredible. Really, you know, nice bread, bread selection, uh, nice uh, on theme uh, uh, topping, uh, ch- uh, chutneys. Um, for the main course, they bring out uh, Moroccan spiced beef, Cape Malay green curry shrimp, spit roasted herb chicken, and Berber marinated pork. And yes, and it's on a bed of uh, jasmine rice. There's also some vegetables and potatoes thrown in there as well. Um, everything I tasted was pretty much spot on. Um, chicken was moist, really well seasoned. Um, the uh, a flank steak had uh, that coriander chimichurri over the top. Amazing. The pork, very good. It's just very, very good. Um, now, we haven't had our dessert yet. But I will say that Right. Oh, oh, and the mac and cheese. Oh my God, the mac and cheese was the best thing in the meal. But Fiasco also ordered the uh, tree hug and hippie uh, option, which is like make believe beef with make believe other things. It was actually very good. I have to be honest. It was actually this is the vegan option. It was actually very very good. Um, and I, I I just noticed that across everything. It was really well prepared, well seasoned, well cooked. Um, is it worth fifty-five dollars? Well, I haven't had dessert yet, so we're going to reserve judgment. The food by itself, no, no, it's good. It's not worth fifty-five dollars a person. The service and the characters who have really, really upped their game because they can't come up to the tables anymore. And you can... The the character, it's phenomenal, but they put on a hell of a show. So when you factor those things in, yeah, now this does become... $55 doesn't seem unreasonable to me. And like I said, the food was very, very good. And it's all you, all you can eat. Well, they say all you care to enjoy. Um, and they'll keep bringing back as much as you want for that. So overall right now I would say yes. Yes, it is worth it. It is worth it. If you have good server like we do and the good characters that putting on the show they're putting on which is just so so nice. So and speak of the devil, there's her arm. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about the phenomenal service we've been getting. She's tremendous. She's tremendous. Um, So, yeah, uh, that's what I think. All right. So, um, 
like Peter already mentioned, this is a character experience. You know, we're here for dinner. It's a character meal. And if you were at Tusker House uh, before everything closed down and reopened, you might remember that they did a parade where all the characters kind of like played music and all the characters walked through the restaurant and kids or adults or whatever could jump up and join in on this like big safari parade. That's not happening now, but in its place, they're having like this big celebration party. Uh, so when we first came in, we stumbled upon Mickey and Goofy uh, doing this big celebration party where they're running around the restaurant, socially distanced, dancing with the tables. Uh, and that's apparently how it's going about every 30 minutes. So you'll have Mickey and Goofy as a pair, and then you'll have Donald and Daisy as a pair, and they kind of rotate back and forth. And then in between those times, those same two characters rotating will take turns going around the tables. Um, we're kind of tucked in a corner right now, so it's hard for us to get like a really good one-on-one -on -one interaction with the characters, but I've like I feel like it must have been almost intentional because I'm looking at around the restaurant right now at where all the, like the families with kids are seated. They're seated in really like ample places to have great interactions. And I didn't put I didn't put the families and kids on camera, but you can just take my word for it that the kids and the characters were all interacting, having really, really cool interactions. Uh, so that was fun to see. The characters are doing a great job, you know, like Pete already mentioned. Now, for the food, um, the appetizers come out. The bread dips are so insanely good, all three of them. The hummus, the chutney, the mango slices, they're all so incredibly good. Um, we need to get these dips over to the uh, Banana Cabana and put them on those rolls over there because... They're, they're incredible. Um, for the main course, the standout for me was definitely the, the flank steak with the chimichurri sauce on it. That was so good as well. The shrimp, the shrimp uh, and the green curry, that was actually my number one. And then right below the flank steak is the impossible, uh, the impossible dirt bin curry that you don't automatically get. You have to ask for that. Uh, however, it is no additional charge. Um, is this worth, before, prior to desserts, is this worth $55 to me? I would say probably. Um, I would say, I would say, I would say it probably is. I mean, I think the, the quality of the food mixed with this being a character meal up against all the other character experiences I've noticed come out recently, um, I feel like this is probably the best character character dinner that I've noticed reopened so far. Um, with the exception of the vegan option, I, I, I get it is really good, but for $55, that being the only thing you can eat as a plant-based diet, isn't enough. Hi, my name is Danielle. I'm new to the dining show, so hello everyone. Um, when I was younger, I really did not have a lot of character dining experiences, so this being my first one, especially after everything's closed down, I was a little impressed, but I thought there would be a little bit more. Um, not being able to come to the table, I was a little shocked by that, but I understand with the distancing and such. Starting with the hummus, that was one of my favorite dishes of this meal. The rolls and the smaller breads that were available were so good. I recommend getting at least two servings of that because it was amazing. 
But my highlight, without saying my age, is the mac and cheese. I'm sorry, but I could eat that mac and cheese all day. Who cares about the meat? The mac and cheese is where it's at for me. Um, but the pork was really, really good. Um, it's it's a signature, I guess, but I would go for the mac and cheese if I was you. Um, I haven't had dessert yet, but I would say, is this worth it? Yes. Hi, I'm Drake. Uh, as Pete said, I'm with Moving to Orlando. And oh, you all know I am a big fan of these all-you-can-fathom uh, meals, uh, just how they bring food after food after food, because I am, in fact, just a uh, black hole when it comes to food. So uh, everyone's already mentioned the mac and cheese, an absolute standout. The cheese was so thick that, like, you could feel it. <laughs> you, could, you could feel how sticky it was in your mouth because they just filled it with cheese. And, like, I like that in a white sauce because it shows you they didn't skimp on the cheese. They didn't try to make it just all cream or all dairy. Like, you can really tell they put some quality cheese in there. Um, something that didn't get a lot of attention that I think should are the potatoes. They, like... <laughs> I, I'm going to use the word spicy, but not as in hot, as in it is full of spice. They were, did not skimp on spices. They did not skimp on seasoning. They made it really tasteful. And I get a background music with, uh, with my review, so that's nice. You get a full, uh, full song with me. Um, and I'll use that to start talking about the characters. Now, they mentioned they're not coming up to your table, so that means you're not getting your signature, you're not getting your picture, which a lot of people are going to be disappointed about. But what it does open them up to do is have... A space where they can do fun interactions with everyone at one time, dancing, strutting. Like it's it's it seems silly, but w when a character has an interesting walk and has an opportunity to fill a space with whatever they want to do without having to check the box of like, okay, yes, I signed the signature, I took the picture, I like that kind of thing. It lets you enjoy like a real character experience that is really nice. Um, I don't know if you caught that last part, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so I really enjoyed the characters, and I think it's worth coming here just to get this unique experience. See you at the Tusker House. So we just had dessert, and I am genuinely surprised that I was not a fan of any of the regular desserts. I really, really liked the vegan option. Um, they had the strawberries with it, which was so amazing. The flavor, it was so chocolatey yet so creamy that it, it felt great going down. Um, I really wasn't impressed by these other desserts that they had. Um, I thought there would be a little bit more flavor there, but it, it just didn't hit for me. Hi. The, with the desserts, I found the bumblebee really bland. I, it was the first one I tried, and it has so much color that I was like, oh, this is maybe ha going to have some lemon flavor, going to be really sweet. It wasn't. Um, it didn't have a whole lot of flavor. Didn't enjoy the texture very much. The cupcake, it's a cupcake. Like It's literally just a very sweet cupcake, very sugary. Um, the brownie was good. <laughs> and every time, I love it. They're cheering for me, actually. That's, uh, that's what's going on. They're like, you can do this. You can do it. So the brownie, um, the brownie was very good. Um, it was very like thick and chocolatey, but the standout, the one that takes it home is the vegan one. It had a really rich chocolate flavor. Like you could really taste all that cocoa. And I think the strawberries were strawberries. Strawberry was a nice touch to go along with it. But honestly, that nice creamy, real rich chocolate was a really, really good dessert. So, like the others already mentioned, the desserts were just kind of okay. I would echo the same thing that they're saying. The vegan dessert, to me, was the best as well. Um, 
Walt Disney World. This kind of just the dessert platter just reminds me of a Walt Disney World dessert. They were very Instagram worthy, something you want to take a picture of, but where the actual taste and and quality comes into mind when eating it, it's just whatever. Um, I I will say I feel like any kid would love them. Uh, the cupcake, the tree of life brownie, all that stuff. I think kids would eat that up. Um, and it's if I was a kid, I'd probably love all of them too. So, I mean, there's that. And you don't pay anything extra for them. It's all included in that price of $55. Everything actually was. Uh, we didn't add anything in this meal that would, uh, other than some drinks, that would increase that 55 price point per head um, up at all. So, I still think even if the desserts are so-so, I still think that this being a character meal, I still think this is probably the most worth it character dinner. Especially, it's in a park. I mean, I, I still give it a thumbs up. Okay, so um, I pretty much agree with the sentiments on dessert. Um, the vegan option was the winner. Uh, the other ones are... Uh, of, of the ones, the, the non-vegan ones that they brought, the Tree of Life, I thought, was the best. But it still paled in comparison to the, uh, the vegan option. So that was kind of a surprise. Um... Overall, uh, this meal was uh, $220 for the dinner. Uh, We had another $28 in alcoholic beverages um, and a 10% discount for my annual pass, which brought the total to $240.69, or roughly $60 a person. Well, again, we had no, we got to take that out. We got to take that out because it's uh, uh, the, we can't factor in the alcohol. So, fifty-five dollars a person. Um, at the end of the meal, with the service that we got from Emmy, with the incredible characters, like I've never seen characters in a character meal that animated, putting on that kind of show. Normally, you know, they make their rounds, they come to the table, they do a few things, they move on. We got a show, we got a floor show, like every, like, 20 minutes. So, yeah, you know what? The food was very good. The atmosphere was phenomenal. Entertainment was great. Service was great. Uh, You could do a lot worse for $55 at Walt Disney World. A lot worse. There you go. It sounds like they had a really good time at Tusker House and something that I would like to check out uh, at some point soon. I do know I have I've had a couple friends eat there and really they say that in terms of like the atmosphere and the character experiences, it all depends on where you get sat. There's there's some really great seats in the house that you can see everything and all the characters. And then there's also uh, some not so great seats. So at that point, you have to let the food stand by itself. And, you know, it's it's good, but not like it was back when it was the buffet. But it was also a really, really awesome buffet. So, yeah, I I I don't know. I don't know what to say about it beyond that because I wasn't there obviously at the review, but hopefully I'll get to to it at some point and I'll be able to share my thoughts. I want to go and start doing some of the family style dining 
options just by myself because one of the things I realized, you know, it's it's great when you have multiple people at the reviews so you get those differing opinions, but at the same time too, when when everything is just brought to you and sat right in front of you and you know it's not like, oh, I'm missing out on this one, I'm missing out on that, I'm missing out on that. When it's just all together like that, it's easy to get, you know, a good a good idea of all of the food and yeah, it's only one opinion about it, but at least it's a lot more thorough than like when I go to a quick service restaurant and I order one item off of a menu that has 15 different things. So yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what I have time for and what my stomach can actually handle. But that's it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please consider heading over to Apple Podcasts, if that's how you listen to podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating and review if you are enjoying the show. And uh, we have two new reviews for this week. So thank you very much. One's from Connor. And uh, what's what's Connor have to say? Overall, this show is amazing. And though I'm leaving a less than five star review, I'm not I'm not knocking you for it because I'm already starting to to read the rest of it. This is in no way means I miss an upload. Only change I would make is to the overall audio quality. I don't want to rag on anyone, but it seems like some reviewers take more care to perfect the audio than others. If you're lucky enough to get a Craig review, you can expect unbelievable sound quality. And I want to give them the highest regards on that. Connor, thank you so much. I do appreciate that. You know, I we we are still getting all of the little uh, things worked out with the sound quality. Unfortunately, yeah, Rhino's reviews are usually really, really drowned out by background noise. Like in the Terran Treats one this week, it was like... Like, I wish I could do something to fix this now, but I couldn't before. And then, you know, it's it's hard because, too, we record these with video as the main priority and then audio, uh, like the audio podcast as the secondary aspect of it, which is unfortunate because I do appreciate everyone listening out there. So I, I do appreciate you and I wish I could give you better audio quality. But then like uh, like Fiasco, when he goes out with his little microphone, it's really good quality. But the Bluetooth microphone that I was given uh, doesn't allow Sorry. you to record Siri, leave me alone. It doesn't allow you to record video above 720 unless you have a special paid app and such. And I am too cheap for that. So, uh, it, yeah, we, uh, I, in an ideal world, everything would be a lot easier, but thank you for the review, Connor. We will work on that song quality as much as possible. And then I also want to give a shout out to Cynthia Jules saying what an awesome way to filter through all the Disney dining choices and determine which restaurants you will try, which ones you will pass. It can be overwhelming to decide where to eat. And this gives you a good idea of where to begin. I also like they revisit restaurants over time and give them opportunities to be yummy or nasty. Love Craig's sarcastic humor and honesty. And Denny is a sweetheart and a joy to listen to. Thank you so much, Cynthia Jewell. And if you want a shout out on the show and to hear your review read again, Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, preferably five stars, if you're enjoying the show. And also, please just make sure you're subscribed to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts, or any of them. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the latest episodes. But also, before I go, I want to remind you one more time, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, want to support us, get that free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com for your next vacation. But that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.